again and the other one missed entirely i'm ryan and i missed it i'm Brittany, and i didn't and we are on buffy season two episode four inca mummy girl uh yet another episode which is just a random collection of nouns yes uh imdb says an incan princess mummy is reanimated in sunnydale where she sucks the life force from others in order to stay alive uh, this is a forgettable episode. Yeah. I gave it a 5.7, and my point seven is only there because I forgot a very key character was in this episode. Yes. And I was really excited. Yes. Uh, Brittany almost jumped off the couch. Uh, I thought she was going to wake up the children. The cat certainly moved. <laughs> yes. I was really excited. So uh, I gave it a 5.7. I was going to give it like a 6, I guess, mostly because the mummy makeup was real good. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. So, great episode. What does IMDb We'll see give? you next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, IMDb gives it a 7.3. I'm not sure why. It's still lower than usual, but eh. Is it, lo- is it lower than freaking iRobot Eugene or whatever? No, that one was real bad. That one was really, <laughs> really low. I looked back at my notes. I gave that one like a three. <laughs> that one was so bad. I think I fell asleep. Probably. I that don't one remember. was real bad. But we're not talking about that random collection of nouns. We're talking about this random collection of nouns. Inca mummy girl. Oh boy. Yeah, this is a. Oh boy, this is one. Um, now I do have to uh, toot my own horn a little bit because I did say that. We were in for a run of bad episodes at the end of last episode. Right. Because we had uh, Spike and Drusilla, and we had the incredible acting chops that showed up, and it was such a good episode. Mm Mm-hmm. The drop-off, I didn't think it was going to be this bad. The next episode is awful. Great. (laughs) I'm so excited. All right, so let's uh, start with everyone's favorite segment, Angel Sighting. There was none. No angel. No angel. Nope. So, you already know the episode's not off to a great start. It sounds like we only have negative things to say about this episode, and that's not true, because it's not that it was bad, per se, because some episodes have been bad. This was just meh, which is worse, because it makes there be less to talk about. So we can talk about uh, we could talk about the plot. We could talk about the mummy thing. We could do all of that, but I don't really care. So let's talk about the other stuff that we actually care about from this episode. Okay. So do you want to just talk about Oz? Because I know that's uh, probably all you care about for this episode now. Yes, I one hundred percent forgot that Oz came in this fast. I forgot he was in season two at all. Like, I didn't think he came in until season three. See, this is interesting to me because there are some characters on Buffy 
and Angel, or I guess we should just call them characters in the Buffy verse that I'm aware of, mm-hmm. and I'm aware of who plays them, and I'm aware of something of their character arcs. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happens to him. I don't know how long he's around. So I'm kind of interested. The only reason I knew he was in Buffy was because when we just finished our rewatch of How I Met Your Mother, you lost your mind during the episode when Seth Green shows up. Yeah. For one episode of How I Met Your Mother. Right. Well, he also he's plays a big part with Allison Hannigan in Buffy. Like, huge. Right, and they kind of set that up here. Yes, he's a big part of Willow. But also, and I didn't know this until a couple of years ago. Um, When I watched Buffy, I didn't know this. But Allison Hannigan and Seth Green were both child actors, and they were in a movie together. Oh. When they were children. That's interesting. Something, some kind of alien movie, like My Step... Mother's an alien, something like that. My stepmother's an alien. I think I remember seeing something about that. Let's see if I can find it really quickly here. Yeah, so like they were in that when they were children together, and then they come in and they're in this. My stepmother's an alien. Yes. You are correct. I literally. 1988. <laughs> I just pulled words out of the air, so I'm glad that I was right. Starring Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. And Kim, was it Kim Basinger? Kim no. Basinger, John Lovitz. Oh, yeah. Joseph Mayer, Allison Hannigan, and Seth Green. Well, there you go. Uh, uh, rated 5.3 out of 10. I don't remember 24, if I liked it. 24,000 ratings. <laughs> I don't remember if I liked it. 24,000 people took the time to rate My Stepmother is an Alien on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to Buffy. But yeah, like thinking back on it now, obviously Oz had to come in season two. Okay. It Now it makes sense. I just don't remember that. I thought everything that had to do with Oz was in season three, but... But he's here now. But he's here now, and now it, it makes sense because he's here for the rest of high school because he goes to their high school. Right. He's also a guitarist. Mm-hmm. So, I assume that uh, that would make Oz your side character shout-out for this episode. Well, I, kind, I have two. You have two? Yeah. Okay. What's your other one? Um, Jonathan, Danny Strong, they didn't call him Jonathan, but the little guy that she took back and was going to... Suck the life force from? Yeah, and then Xander saved him. He's also an important character throughout the rest of high school. So they are able to take these Mm one-offs as high school characters and not kill them? Yeah. Crazy! Yeah, like he's, he's important. Throughout the rest of it. My side character shout out is for uh, the bodyguard for the mummy. However, uh, in the credits, he's listed as Peru Man. Okay. 
uh, played by a uh, much younger, but still not that young, Gil Birmingham. Everybody at home's like, who's that? Uh, Gil Birmingham would go on to play Billy Black in the Twilight series. Um, and he is still acting today. He's got a series called Yellowstone. It was just on NCIS Los Angeles. He's still around and doing things. If they wanted to make a movie or even like a miniseries of that man and Billy Burke who played um, Bella's dad. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, man. I'm sad that I'm going to guess this. Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Charlie Swan. Yeah. Charlie Swan and Billy Black. I would. That would be a buddy cop movie. I would 100% watch Why that couldn't movie. we have gotten that Twilight spinoff instead of Fifty Shades of Grey? But yeah, those are my those are my two, and then yours was Peru Man. Peru Man. Yeah, great Which, work there. I forgot he died. Oh, he died so bad. Completely forgot that he died so hard. Mm-hmm. I honestly forgot that that man existed. Not like for he, very long. No, he showed up, and I was like, "Oh, okay." He had I forgot two scenes. Yeah, he had a day of work on Buffy, probably. And they killed well, him. Pro- no, they probably two days because he had to learn the fights. I don't know if I would have called those fights. He, but he, he had was to in. learn choreography. He had to learn when to jump. Yeah. And how to hold the knife. Yep. Speaking of fights, though, I did make note that Buffy finally is wearing sensible fighting clothes at the end. The overalls? The overalls and tennis shoes. Yeah, she's wearing overalls and tennis shoes. I pointed out that we had a lot of overalls in this episode which, because it's very 90s. Willow looked like a painter. She did. <laughs> um, but they had the shot of Willow who looked like a painter and uh, the only skin you could see was her face. Yeah. Uh, which was obviously what they were going for because they did it again later with the Eskimo suit. Yep. Uh, also, you can't, you wouldn't call it an Eskimo suit today. Hold on. The whole cultural exchange thing is something we're going to get to. Yeah. Um, Who, who's that but, girl? Oh, that's she's a foreign exchange student. No, the Eskimo. Okay. Yeah, it's not great. Um, the rest of that thought was, so she's standing there, and then they pan to Buffy, who is somehow allowed to enter the school building dressed the way she is. And you're like, oh, okay, thanks. I get it. Mm-hmm. They and Willow honestly dresses like that the entire time, like not like that exactly, like not overly nineties all the time, mm-hmm. but like covered up all, all the time. Right, and they're very clearly doing it on purpose. Yeah, it's... I think the only time that she doesn't would be in season six when she's dark Willow, and that's on purpose. Right, I think we've had this exact conversation. Probably. So I do need to have a couple of 90s words explained to me. Wiggy? Like... That's like real wiggy. Is it freaked out? Okay, context so. clues made me think freaked out or like strange or weird, maybe. Like I'm wigging means like freaked yeah. out. Like I'm freaked. Yeah, it's not. I'm wearing someone else's hair. 
<laughs> no. Because if I am wigging, I am either wearing someone else's hair or helping someone else to to uh, uh, put on the headpiece. Okay. Which sure. is, goes back to the cultural exchange thing, which we're going to get to. Um, also, dogly. I think that means ugly. I thought that meant ugly, too, because it came out of Cordelia's mouth and it sounded like an insult. So I just kind of assumed but those are words that <laughs> were said in this episode. Yeah. Thank you, 1997. Do you want to talk about the cultural stuff now? Sure. Let's talk about I the cultural stuff. didn't make any notes about that. that. See, that's the big note for me is that because the cultural part of this is something that we could talk about how things would be done differently now. But I don't know how differently it actually would have gone. Maybe they would have chosen different cultures or done different things or uh, Xander doesn't make the throwaway line joke of uh, my dad tried to sell me to the Armenians once which came out of nowhere and struck me as odd even in this episode but most of the cultural stuff was fine and actually presented decently and well and yeah properly yeah I mean they do something similar in Gilmore Girls but they do it no it's Veronica Mars never mind they do something similar in Veronica Mars where they go to a party and each dorm is a different country. Yes. And so inside they have culturally appropriate things and music and whatnot. And I feel like that makes sense for college. This makes sense for high school. Sure. Yeah, no, it makes sense that they're doing it. I just more meant... Um how it's all presented and the terminology they use and the only real stereotype that they leaned into at all uh was cordelia and the exchange student she had and then they flipped it on its head yeah so they did it pretty well i thought and the only time they didn't they was purposeful yeah to show you that cordelia is awful you know yes i do know joss whedon (laughs) has been telling us for uh 18 episodes now but it's just the little things like you wouldn't use the word Eskimo now because... What would you use? Uh, I don't... Because I, I don't know. I am honestly, off the top of my head, I'm not sure what the proper terminology is right now. I don't know. And see, that's the thing is that these things have changed so much in just the last 20 years. It's kind of interesting to see something like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and go oh that's not the words we use now because I don't want to say we know better because that's not quite right it's just being more aware of how people or cultures want to be viewed or called because it's a smaller smaller world now yeah and I mean like kind of like people first language and I know that refers to special education and whatnot but it can also very easily be put into like a cultural thing Mm -hmm. like when you're talking about a child with autism you're not going to call them autistic you're gonna say it's this person with autism yeah going back to uh gil birmingham apparently he's a comanche native american Mm -hmm. so nowadays he probably wouldn't want to play the ancient peruvian incan Maybe. I mean, I'm not trying to speak for Gil Birmingham, 
you know, fan of the show. I wonder if they approach that differently from a casting standpoint now. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he was specifically cast as Native American when he was cast in Twilight. Yes. Because, like, that's very specific. Yeah, but they also, you know, needed to do that. Absolutely. So. Though, like... I don't look at Taylor Lautner and say, you are Native American. No, he looked just enough like him, though, that it worked. Yeah. I am so over... The incredibly awkward and in your face and hitting you over the head with a hammer, Xander hitting on Buffy. I'm over it. Every time I think that they're like, okay, we're going to move on to a new plot or a new romance or a new character interaction, they come right back to it. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, look, Xander and Willow are going to be a... Nope. Oh, look, we've got this other character that Xander's going to be. Nope. That's coming. Look, Angel's here, so Buffy's going to... Okay, so that's kind of sort of a thing, and then we have episodes where Angel's not in, and Buffy doesn't really discourage Xander. She did in season one. Yeah, kind of. She isn't anymore. No, not in the slightest. Because even Willow mentions... Lest we forget dancing. Yeah. I think they don't talk about it because they kind of don't want the want us to remember, but it's in the opening sequence. Yeah. Very briefly. Yeah. But, like, Willow even talks about, oh, um, it's okay when he's flirting with you because I know he has no chance, and Buffy doesn't even, like, say anything. No. But, no, the, the, Xander has a love interest, and it's coming. So that's I don't know when he stops being obsessed with obsessed with Buffy, but I know it's soon because the love interest that he has comes by the end of season two. Hallelujah! I I don't remember when exactly, but I know it it's coming soon ish by the end of season two. That mummy makeup though, yeah, and the costuming for it, or makeup, or special effects, or whatever it was, however they did it, was really good. And it wasn't just the same thing over and over and over. It was different textures and it was different looks and it was different uh, ideas. Different corpses looked differently. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Yeah. It was, no, it, yeah it's it what was Buffy's really known for. So. I did have a thing about makeup, but it has nothing to do with like the actual special effects makeup. The weird lip makeup that they put on mm-hmm. whatever the girl's name was. Yeah. A panda, a panda, a panda, a panda, a panda was in this movie. Ampada. 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 That just, ampada sounds like, uh, it sounds like a food. An ampada. I think that is a food. I don't know. But, yes. Her, the mummy. That is not a mummy. Yeah. But. The death mummy. She went into the bathroom. She put on lipstick that was the same color as her skin, kissed the guy, killed him, and then walked out with 
bright, like, berry lip gloss and then went to Buffy's house to go to the dance and asked if she could borrow lipstick because she didn't have any. But apparently she has two. (laughs) Not anymore. She used them. Once you use them once, you can't use them again. That's how lipstick works. So I need to throw off my lipstick away? (laughs) Clearly, yes. Okay. Yes. See, I didn't pick up on that part. The part that bugged me about the lipstick was when she asked Buffy if she could borrow hers. And Buffy was like, yes, you can borrow it. You can borrow mine. It's fine. Use this one. And I immediately went, no. Yeah, that's gross. That's unsanitary. Gosh, no. It's all the theater makeup training. Don't share lipstick. Don't share eye makeup. It goes in your eyes. You'll get pink eye. If it goes on your mouth, you'll get mono. Yeah. Welcome to theater. Also, the bleachers that um, Ampata and Xander were on, they use those bleachers in, like, every TV show and movie that I've, like, ever seen (laughs) with bleachers. Well, you know, if you have one set, everybody can just use it. It's not used often enough for everybody to need their own set. They can share. But I swear those are the exact same bleachers that they use on Glee. The exact same ones that they used on Veronica Mars. Probably. <laughs> They're the same ones all the way back from Greece. They just, <laughs> Probably. All the way up through Glee. What was your favorite line? I don't mind. I don't know. Did you not write one down this I time? I didn't write one. I don't usually write a line mm-hmm. down. You're too busy writing down that Oz was in it. Yeah. I think I like the exchange between him and the lead singer, though. He said something really funny to the lead singer, and I don't remember what it was. It was something about, like, you like, are you ever going to, you can have any girl that you want. What do you want in a girl? And he said some something that was really amusing. Yeah. He does have a mustache and goatee. Yeah. Thing. He's also very short, so I'm pretty sure that that's the point. Yeah. The most interesting part of his character development, and that was the t-shirt that he was wearing during that scene. He was wearing a New York Islanders t-shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pause for Brittany and those at home to uh, go look that up. Um, friend of the show, Michael Porteous, knows what's up. Hi, Mike. Anyway, they're in Sunnydale, which is in California. Uh-huh. The New York Islanders are a hockey team. I imagine in, in New York. York. <laughs> so for him to be an Islanders fan in Sunnydale, uh, he is either really into the hockey scene and really gets it, or is wearing it super ironically. He just wears a lot of t-shirts. Yeah, but that was the one they picked for us to meet him in. They're really specific about the overalls. They're got to be specific about the shirt too sure possibly anyway my favorite line right after buffy does her training montage very brief though it is early in the episode she says something to giles uh about uh something 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 and don't you need your tea and your scone mm-hmm. and giles very uh wholeheartedly sarcastic says it's as if you know me <laughs> And it was delivered just perfectly. Thank you, Anthony Stewart Head. Yeah. 
I was bothered that Giles could read the seal only when it was convenient. And I was also bothered that they all immediately went, Oh, look, we'll have a South American person here. They can read these pictograms. Which doesn't make any sense because it's a high school student. Yeah. Like, that was the first time so far that I've gone, Oh, that's lazy writing. Yeah, To figure out the mystery. At least just go go let Giles try to figure it out or something. And he'll come up with something and then monologue his way through it. At least that felt like effort was put into it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have nothing for Buffy's casual and inconsistent strength this time. There was very little fighting. There was a lot of uh, teenage longing looks instead. Yeah. Which is a whole different subject. Uh, I do need to take issue with... Giles, the puzzle maker. Apparently, Giles has the greatest super glue ever invented. Yes. Because he put that seal back together so quickly and seamlessly, there were no seams on that thing. Yes. And that thing shattered twice. Mm hmm. You are correct. got anything else not really our last segment is our best segment well it's our second best segment after angel sightings but today is the best segment ryan predicts poorly uh i'm gonna take a total shot in the dark based on the title of the next episode reptile boy i'm pretty sure oz is gonna turn into a lizard person that's that's the whole bit right there that's the whole segment i mean with the red hair, though. He keeps the red hair. So his, the lizard is red? No, the lizard has red hair. Okay. Next episode is so bad. And you're going to hate He's it. He's a... Good. Of course I am. He's a lizard. He's a, a lizard. He's a lizard person with a really bad red pencil mustache. Oh, good. That's what I predict poorly. We'll see how poorly it is. Well, that wraps up Buffy Season 2, Episode 4... I'm Ryan. And I'm Brittany. And don't forget, librarians have the best super glue. Yep. That's it. That's the whole bit. Let's be done with this one. Let's move on to reptiles. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.